Our parents oh are all animators. <laughs> we're we're famous. Oh, oh. yes, baby. <laughs> what if they're all like, we don't need your help. Get out of here, banished. you apostate shunned. We'd rather die than get your help. Oh wow. But thanks though, seriously. What a way to open. Yeah. Oh, it kicks up the water. Yes, baby. Gorge. Then they're all oh. like, boom. Do you see what I see? <laughs> Said the Grogu. Wait, hold up. Oh! That is a purgle, Tommy! Tommy, that's a hyperspace whale! Live action, baby! Ezra Bridger? It's gotta be. Thrawn? Thrawn! Well, we know Thrawn is out there, but just seeing the Purgle means that uh, where the Purgle go, we're gonna see where Ezra Bridger yes. went. He is gonna show up. What an episode. Oh, I love the way this season is beginning. They're giving us everything we could ever dream Mando's of. sleeping through the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Grogu will never tell him. Yeah. Grogu never needs to tell him. No. Keep it a secret. It's just our little secret, Grogu. Welcome back to New Rockstars. The Mandalorian Season 3 premiere is here. Purgles have been spotted Woo! in hyperspace. Bo-Katan is working on Ask Groove into the stone throne on her home planet, yeah. home moon, we should say, Kalevala. I saw Ask Groove at Warp Tour. They were amazing. <laughs> They were incredible. Oh, okay, good. I well, I'm, I hope you got the shirt. I did. Yeah, they they were great. They were great. Uh, also, our baby Grogu yeah. is spinning in chairs. I'm about to spin right out of this chair. Whoa, hey, this that's spin. enough, son. Is it? Oh, that's enough. Wow, full rotation. Full 360 degrees. Dank Ferrick, it's good Woo. to be back. We are here in the New Rockstars break room set. This is New Rockstars The Break Room presents Wookiee Leaks, a Mandalorian after show. It's been <laughs> so long, Tommy. Eric, I have been holding my breath the entire time, waiting, waiting for us to come back and talk about Mandalorian. You know, we've had some bumps, we've had some bruises, but I think we've come out of hyperspace a little bit wiser. I like to think so too. You know, we were doing Wookiee Leaks during Andor. Not a ton of people were watching Andor, so yeah. we took a little break from Wookiee Leaks. Yeah. But you know what? We're back. We cannot say no right. to do to doing these after shows for the Mandalorian season three. I'm Eric Voss. I'm here with Tommy Bechtold. Great to be here, all my Wookiee freaks out there. <laughs> daddy's home, and the other daddy's home, and we've brought some friends. We came back with those cigarettes from the corner store That's we said right. we were getting. We follow through on our promises. Mm -hmm. Now, as always, my Easter egg breakdown of this episode of The Mandalorian is coming out tomorrow on the New Rockstars channel. And if you're interested, you can watch my raw, rambling, ridiculous live stream that I did on the Deep Dive channel uh, as I was in the process of writing my breakdown. So if it's a little unrefined, that will be why. But right now, right here, Tommy and I are going to discuss this season three premiere of The Mandalorian. We're going to answer the big questions coming out of this episode. And there were quite a few, Tommy. Absolutely. But before we can get into it, we got to talk about these sweet, sweet shirts we're yes, wearing. Sir. This mm. is all part of the NerdRiot.shop The Way Collection. The Way! Eric is wearing the Bounty Hunter. I am wearing the Foundling. When you go to NerdRiot.shop and buy one of these, you have the option to purchase a custom shout-out Right. That will be playing along the bottom of our WikiLeaks episodes and maybe said aloud by Eric or myself. And like mm -hmm. I said, these ain't just shout out to my nephew, shout out to my brother, shout out to my sister. You want to file for divorce via one of those shout outs? We'll do it. 
We don't care. We have no moral qualms. If, if uh, you want to uh, uh, shout out your three possible dads and try to invite all three of them to your wedding, that's right. Figure out which one is the real dad. You can do that via shout out if you like. We would love to do that. I mean, it might get a little costly, but honestly, can you put a price on family? I know I can. That's why I moved away. Let's recap the episode. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the episode begins with this like armorer montage. Little ceremony. Right? Yeah. We get we get we get we get the the, the sounds of the hardworking through the the iconic faces of Star Wars opening that usually is the like. I love that by the way. Instead of the, just, the blue and yeah. red lights, mm-hmm. like to me, that is better than the Marvel Studios title yeah, yeah. card. I have to say, I know that's sacrilege mm-hmm. to the Disney heads I out know. there. I just think it's cooler. I think it looks cooler. A mark out for it. Yeah, so we see the armorer, hard at work, making, making a, a bike helmet yeah. for a kid. Um, this uh, kid who's going through this baptism, yeah. this, I love some good culty Game of Thrones shit. Yes. And that's how we start. We This show is getting back to its roots as the Mandalorian. And like, yes, it is about Grogu and Mando. Mm-hmm. But at its heart, it is a show about a cult. Yeah. who do not realize that they are part of a cult. That's absolutely that's right. I love a beachside ceremony. I'm a sucker for it. But most of my beachside ceremonies end in disaster. And this one was no different. That's right. Yeah, we were trying to figure out what exactly this big beast is. Uh, it uh, it may actually be a Star Wars thing. It's just slipping our minds right now. But it looks yeah. like a giant crocodile. With yeah, a, a I think it look, kind of looks like an alligator snapping turtle, which yes. is a real creature that haunts my nightmares. Google alligator snapping turtle. Imagine another set of legs on it and tell me that's not what that thing looks like. Yeah. Uh, so they're about to die. Some people are getting eaten. Some people yeah. are getting swatted around. Kids yeah. are still in the mix. That's right. And then who swoops in? Mando baby and Grogu. By the way, I want to, first of all, a little credit to the, to the other Mandalorians. Some pretty ingenious ways of taking that thing down. They put the little uh, the little detonator uh-huh. they bombs slap on the it. Detonators on there. But uh, they try to rope they tried it down. They try to spear it, but in the end, only a Naboo star cruiser could take it down. Now, do you think? Do you think? So the kid, the kid is Wesley Kimmel, yes. who is Jimmy Kimmel's nephew, yes, uh, and a son of Jonathan Kimmel, who works on the Jimmy Kimmel Show as well, right? And uh, and if that kid looks familiar, he's the kid from the Westview commercials in WandaVision. I believe it's episode five. It's the one where. There's the Lagos paper towels. That's that's Wesley Kimmel as well. Wow. Um, so, uh, but yeah. So this kid, do you think he's Paz Beasley's son? Oh, that's pretty cool. Because Paz was like real proud. He was a real yeah. proud uh, Holy Communion Papa in the he, front He also queue. immediately was like, "All oh, the kids get out of here!" Yeah, he like pushed yeah. some kids yeah, out yeah, of the yeah, way. Yeah. Now maybe he didn't want those kids to claim the glory. Yeah. And he's like, "I can handle it." So uh, Mando saves them. No one thanks him. No. Uh, but then he goes and he chats with the armor. Yeah, he's like, hey, we good? And she's like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. We're we not had good. this conversation. What did I say? Yeah. You need to go to the... Living Waters. The, the Marriott residence in on Mandalore <laughs> and go sit in the hot tub for a little bit. And they're like, well, we all are pretty sure... That there's the, the fusion crystals are all over it, right. right? Yeah, and those are living waters. There's a lot of living things in those waters. That's a lot right. of bacteria and, and things mm-hmm. that we don't want to speak of. Yeah. But it was interesting. He uh, presented this thing, this scrap of like green, it looked like yeah. glass that was uh, yeah. irradiated by lightning or whatever, these fusion bombs that were yeah. dropped over Sundari. But preserved was some Mandoa text. Mm-hmm. And to him, he's like, well, if they were able to recover it, it can't be that radioactive this proves on the surface. It. Yeah, somebody, they said, what, like a, sca- a scavenger was able to survive it. Right, if so they can survive, like, it can't yeah. be that bad. Um, so they use that as evidence of, okay, maybe maybe it's worth going back to it. Grogu mm-hmm. is fascinating to watch in this scene. He looks up at that Mythosar uh, uh, head mm-hmm. on the wall. 
Um, just it's fun to watch this episode through the eyes of Mando or through the eyes of Grogu, specifically the next scene. Yeah, going through hyperspace. Mando passed out. Yeah, Grogu looking out, and it's like I was like, what is he gonna call out to? I was like, is he gonna like call out to a, to like some some force sensitive being? Turns out he called out to something pretty freaking incredible. Yes. Yes. The Purgle hyperspace whales, baby. The Purgles. Now, do you think he called out to them? I don't know if he called out to him, but he didn't okay. see him. Okay. Yeah. We're going to talk more about the Purgles in a second. They're very, very, very important, obviously. Yeah. Uh, okay, so they go to Navarro, and Navarro looks What great. a glow up. It's like Detroit in 2015, if you've been to Detroit any time prior to that. There's brand new bars and restaurants open. Some of the bars have even become schools. Now... If you could combine the two, I'm in business and I'm moving there. <laughs> also, Grief Karga is now, what, the Grand Magistrate? Uh-huh. He's got two little droids who just carry his cape for him. <laughs> that was, I mean, that's what I think I'm out of ways for Star Wars, to make droids that are hilarious. You know, they have the garbage can droids, which I love. They make, now they have cloak-carrying droids, uh-huh. that's- which... You assume are functional for weddings, right? Yeah. But Grief is like, no, I got two of those. The Kowakian monkey lizards are yep. now in a tree. Thri- They're thriving. repopulating. Yep. They used to be on the spits. We've got a we've got a multi species or a multi uh, race band with right? some Twi'leks. Oh, uh, we saw uh, Mon Calamari walking yeah. around. Yeah, oh, well, right? Mon Calamari. Yeah, very exciting. Uh, um, and then yeah, so Grief Karga, Grand Magistrate now offers Mando some uh, some parcels. He's like, yeah. you want to be part of the landed gentry? I now. mean, he can't stop offering him jobs. Yeah, he's like, would you like to be a landowner? I can give you a nice spot over by the hot springs. Yeah, come on, those living waters, huh? You got some babes and. Bros, hot springing, and then Mando's like, no, I can't. He's like, settle down with your... I love he's just like, take your son and settle down. Not like, hey, go out, find a life partner. He's like, just take your kid and train And we get this great moment, Carl Weathers, like, you and your little one. He's like, Grogu. He's like, what did you just say to me? Is that something's name? He's like, yes, Grogu. His name is Grogu. And he's like, if you say so. Yeah. Like, just like most of the viewing audience, we will not call him Grogu. We will call him Grogu here at Rockstars, but most of you out there still call him I still whisper Baby Yoda every time. I'm like, Grogu, baby. But also, we get a great scene where Grogu is whipping himself around using the Force, <laughs> yeah. and then he pulls a little candy out of the dish using the Force. Using the Force the way a normal person would. Exactly. Enough of this Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker, goody-goody bullshit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And why I would stop you... at one piece of candy? Just grab the whole freaking bowl. You know what I would do if I had the Force? I'd be laying on the couch, and I always lose the remote. I would just be sticking my hand out, summoning a remote from somewhere in the room, <laughs> and my life would be so much easier. Uh, yeah, it truly would. Well, uh-oh, pirates. Yeah. Uh, we see some pirates led by Vane, mm. uh, this guy who wants a drink at the school. Yeah. I believe that is the same Navarro school where Grogu stole some cookies, right? Yeah. led by that uh, protocol droid. I yes. think that's the same school, same classroom, or maybe just some other school. Used to be a bar. Grogu's still using it as a bar if he's eating cookies yeah, there. That's right. Uh, but anyway, they get into this awesome gunslinger shootout yes. with the pirates. And they get we go back to the great western stingers they have in oh, the yeah. score where it's like, woo! The Nisio Morricone. Uh, we see IG-11 has mm-hmm. been immortalized in statue form, and Grogu's like, or Mando's like, can, can I have that? I yeah, that. the statue is still the droid, which is amazing. <laughs> it's a piece like, of the droid. We made the statue out of the droid. Genius. We didn't have to hire a statue guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, and so he needs a droid. But in this scene, a little interesting moment from Grief Karga. Uh, they ask, why can't Cara Dune mm-hmm. be your marshal? Oh, yeah, and he's like, like, well, Cara Dune. Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. Yeah. And say no more. Yeah. Uh, but Cara Dune, we found out, took Moff Gideon over to a New Republic uh, uh, yes. war tribunal. Yes, a New Republic war tribunal. 
Also, I mean, that's, it kind of makes sense. That's Filoni, Dave Filoni, I think, gave an interview this week where he's like, they were like, well, how are you going to address the Cara Dune thing? He's like, there are billions of billions of people in this galaxy. Yeah. She can be off doing something while someone else is in front of the camera. So. I was surprised they brought up her name at all, Yeah, to be honest. I mean, I think she was important enough to the future plans of the show that they have to say something. Uh, yeah. She was so involved in those first two seasons. Yeah. So. Uh, but we do have some follow-ups on what's exactly going to go down with this uh, judicial system yes. at the New Republic, because there's a lot of questions there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, things go down with the pirates. Uh, they try to reassemble... IG-11 with yes. the Anzellans, the yes. race of Babu Frick. Yes. And they steal the show, as these, this race always does. They're a yes. delight. Yeah. We get this great Gandalf in the Hobbit well, house. Well, first they assemble him, but Mando tries to do it himself. And right, that does yes. not go well. How, how could I, how could he, I forget yeah. this? Well, great. it's just the order. Mando tries to bring him back. He does bring him back. And then IG-11 rewards him by immediately trying to kill him and Grogu. <laughs> And he's like Terminator crawling around For, yeah. with no when the, when uh, when the just the, when the Terminator's cut in half and he's yeah. just crawling around with no legs. Yeah. Still because of the upper and body. And it's strength. fixated on Grogu. How terrifying mm -hmm. is it when Din does yeah. like a lateral pass? Yeah. To Grief Karga. Grief Karga's like, okay, great. He just wants yeah. Mando. No, he wants the baby. Mm -hmm. Nope. They use the bust. Yeah, the protocol droid tips the head. bust over, right? <laughs> Which, yeah, yeah. Uh, what a great move yeah. there. Uh, I think it was, was that an RA-7 protocol droid? I'm not sure exactly what form that was, but for the win. For, for the, the win. win. They are Maybe the MVP of this episode. I think so. How we bad could trouble. things have gotten? Yeah. And then... Then we get the Enzellas, yes. and they steal the show from and there. boy, oh boy. My favorite scene of the episode. It, I mean, you get Mando sitting crisscross applesauce <laughs> in that little hut. Well, grief is like trying to translate a very easily already translatable language. Yeah. This was an incredible moment of uh, of comedy. I love this. I uh, and and yeah, they find out that he's not fixable. He's too broken, so yeah. they got to find a new chip. Yeah. So uh, for whatever reason, maybe not for whatever reason, but Dinjarin really, really wants an IG yeah. style assassin droid yeah. to accompany him to Mandalore. Yeah. To me, it seems like you know, for him, obviously, it's important for him to go back to his roots. To purify himself, and I think IG Eleven represents his past as well. You know, in, mm -hmm. in the past in season one, IG Eleven saved everybody by sacrificing himself and taking out all those stormtroopers. I think we're learning more about Din Djarin's personality that he is someone who relies on past experiences to inform his future decisions. That's yes, that's a that's a good way of looking at it. I think I just love the idea that we could go to any uh, statue yeah. anywhere, like to the Lincoln Memorial. Yeah. Actually, can can I use that giant Abraham Lincoln yeah. to help me? On uh, something? I'm going straight down to Burbank and firing up that Batman statue <laughs> out in front of the AMC 16. You know he can be used. He's <laughs> yeah. like Excalibur. The right person comes along, yeah. rubs his tummy, yeah. and then he comes alive. Oh, it's Tommy. I've been rubbing the wrong area. Anyway, Tommy. moving along. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. His calves, guys. <laughs> He's got jacked calves. So where are we headed? We're headed to see an old friend, or an old frenemy, I guess, because she literally has to... Yeah. Oh, wait, no, no. Well, well he sorry. is on the way to see Boca Yes, and interrupted. But he goes through this asteroid belt that uh, Grief had talked about earlier, yeah. and then the pirates are back. That's Bane right. is like, you think you could just shoot four of my buds yeah. and walk away? But there's this little moment that I think is interesting where Din is talking to Grogu and, and teases this little thing of, like, you need to learn how to navigate. Yes. To be a true Mandalorian, you have to know how to wander. So you'll never be lost. So you'll never be lost. Yeah. Uh, so the pirates show up. We get some great space battles, some nice yeah. sound effects. And, and, and that kind of a rare, in space 
fight sequence in the ships. You know, we get yeah. a lot of on-the-ground combat in Mandalorian. They're cruising through an asteroid belt. I love that stuff. It was great. I mean, yeah. they, this episode was really firing on all cylinders. Yeah. It gave everything, every Star Wars This fan episode loved. felt like it was budgeted almost to like the, uh, like, a, like a Star Wars movie. Yeah, <laughs> was, and you know what? Just like a half hour. It felt yeah. like a full film that yeah. we were watching, but we had cool. we had space battles. We had creepy, culty lore. Yes. We had some politics. We had, we had giant... Had Creatures, giant, giant monsters, uh, and then uh, sword lore. Yeah. Right, that's 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 everything you could ever want. Out sword of Star Wars. lore. I saw sword lore at Warp Tour too. They were great. <laughs> they opened up for Ass Party or whatever that first one was. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so we meet one of the uh, one of the pirates, yeah, Gorian Shard. Shard. Oh yeah. my God. Gorian, Gorian Shard. Shard. What a Glorian Shard yeah. he is with he, that the leafy beard. Straight out of Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. Yeah. Kind of, or like an int, you might say. Yeah. He had a beautiful beard. I love this yeah. guy. Uh, the pirate king. Uh, yes. Mando uses his subs, uh, his boosters to he, get the. F- I love how easy that he's like. Never trust pirates. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> I have a feeling though we will be seeing Mr. Shard soon. I don't think he's going to be gone for long. No, yeah, yeah. for sure, absolutely. He so, just looks too cool. They got to bring him back. Yeah. Then on to Calavara, yeah. which is the the home planet or the home moon. Yeah. Of uh, Mandalore, how, home to House Kree's. Yes. And this is the first time we actually see it. It was referenced in a couple episodes of Clone mm-hmm. Wars as being where the where the House Kree's comes from. But mm-hmm. this is the first time I think we actually see it, at least in live action. Yeah. And it looks impressive. It looks it's great. really cool. The throne room is very Game of Thrones-y vibe, uh-huh. the way it's so steep. You yeah. gotta walk a long distance looks to get very to that dragon throne. stone. Yeah. yeah. And we see the banners of House Kree's, but yeah. it's empty. It's empty because Bo-Katan says, well, yeah. when I didn't come back with the sword, my my army left. Yeah. They're all running gigs around the galaxy. She kind of also own. she she was in the Jonathan Majors Kang sit the way he sat in Kang. Oh yeah Kang yeah chair. sit loose. Just kind of like very loosey goosey leg draped over the side. There it is right there. There it is. Perfect. I'm gonna fall out of this. Chair. Don't fall. Don't fall. I got you. Mm. Fall into my arms. Uh, fall into my arms. Let us go to hyperspace. Draw me like one of your French girls. <laughs> So yeah, that's what she's doing. Which, I, if you sit in a chair for too long, eventually you're gonna get creative with. She's like, I ain't helping you. My life is absolute dog ass. <laughs> I don't want to hang out with you. All my friends are gone. You should just go do your own thing. If you think you can go down there and breathe, then do it. Yeah, she warns that the the surface is toxic. You're Actually, like- she suggests he should go rule. She's yeah. like, go take the dark saber and go rule those people. Yeah, they don't like she me. She says, anymore. wave it around. Yeah. Like she knows how uh, how stupidly superficial mm-hmm. the importance of the sword is, yeah. and I like that. I like her bitterness, yeah. how stung she is, how pissed mm-hmm. off she is. It was hers. It should have belonged to her. Yeah. But you know what? You didn't win it in combat, yeah. Bo. You didn't. You didn't adopt a little Yoda and have him help you take it from Gustavo Fring. That's right. It's late. Sorry, guys. Let's get it going. Let's get it going. Right. Our big question. Yeah. The Purgle hyperspace yeah, whales. Uh, uh, what the frick? Are the Purgle hyperspace whales setting up the return of Ezra Bridger? I think they gotta be. Anytime we reference or see the Purgle whales, it is in reference to that moment in Star Wars Rebels where Ezra Bridger and Thrawn disappear. Now, just the mention of Thrawn... In season two of The Mandalorian, we're mm-hmm. already thinking, well, if Thrawn is still alive, Ezra is still alive, he's right. out there somewhere. So yeah. these, seeing these, pur- I mean, look, Purgles are their own things, but these are the these space whales that blast through hyperspace. The last time we saw Ezra Bridger in season four of Rebels, uh, when he basically sacrificed himself to save the rest of the Ghost crew uh, by blasting himself and Thrawn 
entangled up in these Purgle space hyperspace whales, and they blast it off to some unknown region. Mm. And then in the like the tag of Rebels, we blast it off to the other side of the the end of the Galactic Civil War. Uh, Ahsoka reunites with Sabine, and they're going off to find Ezra Bridger. Mm. So we have to assume that Ahsoka either knows or is either knows where Ezra is or is currently looking for him somewhere out there. Maybe by looking for Thrawn, she is looking for Ezra. I think, yeah, that was what I took away from yeah. it. Like, finding Thrawn means finding Ezra. Right. And so seeing these Purgles right now tell us yeah. that that's, that's where things are headed. Yeah, I think that's, that's, that's where the overall, the, the television universe of these Star Wars shows is leading up to Thrawn and Ezra, I think. Right? Yeah. Like it feels like it's a crash course on that. We got to deal with some, you know, stole or lost valor in the Mandalorian. The Din Djarin's got to get be able to put his helmet on and hug the the uh, the armorer again, earn her respect back. Yeah. She is mother after all. She, as the kids would say. You know, it's interesting. It's so much of this episode is concerned with the what it means to be an apostate and mm-hmm. what it means to be excommunicated yeah. from the watch, the children of the watch, this yeah. cult. Uh, and that's what I love about it. We have these recurring motifs of baptism, of of uh being enveloped by water from the opening scene, the opening baptism of, uh, of one of the new initiates, one of the new foundlings, uh, to the fact that like uh, grief is like, why don't you sit next to our hot spring? Mm-hmm. He's like, no, that's not the water I'm looking for. No. And then when he goes to Calavara, he is wet. He's soaking wet because he's going through the rain. So he right. comes into that place like he's being teased by water. And then, so this idea of going through hyperspace, it looks like we're going through an underwater tunnel, the color mm. blue, and looking over and seeing whales like it's on the other side of, a, of an aquarium. Yeah. You know? It's, that's never not going to be trippy. Right. Right? It, and it just looks, the visuals are incredible. It, it's one of my favorite hyperspace scenes, I think, mm-hmm. in all of Star Wars. But this is the one thing that ties us into the rest of the, the Star Wars canonical lore. Everything else is really, really grounded mm-hmm. in the rites and rituals of the Mandalorian clan. And yes. that's what I really love about this. That's what I think the most underappreciated thing about, um, about this series, The Mandalorian, is you know when you're in Star Wars and when you have Dave Filoni... Um, in the director's chair for some of these and, and writing a lot of these episodes, there's it's always gonna branch out to other things from Rebels, from Clone Wars, uh, from the original trilogy, and, and to Luke Skywalker. But I think what makes it really cool is just the moments where we just get to know these helmeted weirdos yes. and, and their sword logic. Absolutely. Absolutely. The rituals and the strange rules and why combat is so important, it's all fascinating. And you're right, it does ground it, especially when, seconds later, a giant alligator snapping turtle can invade. Yeah. And then you're like, all right, well, I get why these people care about each other, so yeah. it does make me still, I'm still invested in it. Yeah. Now, earlier you said that the that Grogu might have summoned these Purgle. Yeah, I don't know, just in the way he was looking out, it looked like he was looking intentionally out there. Yeah. Like he Or he sensed them. Yeah, yeah, he has this kind of ability to yeah. connect with with Fauna. Yeah. Uh, and we saw this with the Rancor in right. the, the Boba Fett finale. This right. is something Grogu can do. And I think there might have been a similar connection that he has with these purples yeah. in this moment. Yeah. And that's kind of beautiful. It's like Grogu's going to be the answer yeah. that, that Ahsoka needs to find yeah. Ezra. Unlike uh, George Lucas's doomed quote, Jar Jar is the key to all of this, yeah. I do believe Grogu may be the key <laughs> to all of this. 
Uh, all right, we have a lot more questions that we want to address from this episode of uh, The Mandalorian, season three, episode one. Uh, but we want to thank our sponsor who helped us make this episode to make it even possible, Quip! Yeah! Thank Quip for sponsoring today's episode of The Break Room Presents WikiLeaks, a Mandalorian after show. So I got the water pick here, Eric. Oh, you got the water pick? Yes. Okay, so uh, good health starts with good habits. Quip makes it easy by delivering all the oral care essentials you need to care for your mouth. Uh, their electric toothbrush has timed sonic vibrations that keep going as long as dentists recommend. You brush so you don't even have to worry about if you're doing enough. Yeah, you don't have to sing the song in your head. Right. You, you can just let that thing sonic sonic its way through your mouth. So what Tommy has here is the water pick. Yes. You know what? Stop littering the environment with your plastic flosses and your, your ooh, look at that, and your, and your picks. Use a water pick. Be better for the environment. Be better for the galaxy. You never know who's out there. There could be purgle hyperspace whales right above us now. Uh, if you go to getquip.com slash breakroom right now, you'll get your 20% off any Quip water flosser, Quip toothbrush, or Quip's gum starter kit. That's 20% off any water flosser, toothbrush, or gum starter kit at getquip.com slash breakroom. That's spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash breakroom. Quip. The Good Habits Company. Oh, baby. So nice. I'll say it twice. Getquip.com slash break room. Stop having a messy mouth. Anyway. <laughs> All right. What's uh, our next question, Eric? Uh, what the frick? Are Bo-Katan and Din Djarin going to end this season in a duel over the Darksaber? I feel like they have to. I feel like, first of all, I, we said this off air, but I'm going to say this on air now so it's on record. All Bo-Katan, all we know from Bo-Katan is just what she's saying. We don't know if any of it's true. Yeah. She says everybody's left her behind. She's now there kind of living in this nihilistic, nothing matters mood. She might just be trying to make herself seem weak to Din so that when the time is right, she can duel him for the Darksaber and he'll be caught unaware. Because he is always hyper-aware. He's never lost. He always knows his coordinates. He's very good at knowing exactly what's going on around him at all times. So she might be trying to, much like, you know, uh, you know, she might be trying to mess up his coordinates. She might be trying to get him off, uh, off base. So I don't know. I think they're, they're bound to fight. And I think that she might not be telling the entire truth about what's going on with him. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, some friends, some inside sources who were at the, um, the premiere event mm -hmm. in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And reportedly, Pedro Pascal said on stage, just wait till you see, pointing to Katie Sackhoff, wait till you see what she does to me. Mm -hmm. And then Favreau and Filoni were like, da, yes. da, 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 yes. da. So I think, yeah, yeah. He, she's going to mess him up. There's going to be an interesting yeah. conflict. I think she's going to betray him somehow. Yeah. I don't know if she'll get the Darksaber, but she's going to betray him, and it may cost her... Everything. Let's talk about this Moff Gideon New Republic War Tribunal. Hell yeah, dude. Death panels, finally. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't support death panels. But I did. We have long speculated that, that we were going to get into some like New Republic politics through the Moff Gideon arrest, right? Like it yeah. was like, oh, we might see how the judicial system in this New Republic post Empire pre First Order era works. And now we're finally going to get that. And are we going to see some familiar faces that are still alive? I don't know. It's yeah. tough to tell. I always get confused. Who's still out there? Who's still working? Well, we, we know that Leia Organa is still playing a, an important role in the mm -hmm. New Republic. She mm -hmm. is leading kind of the military faction. She After the end of the Galactic Civil War, uh, Leia Organa had a reputation of obviously a war hero, mm -hmm. a, a very highly respected uh, former rebel figure. Mm -hmm. uh, but for a while, it was a secret 
that Darth Vader was Anakin right. Skywalker, her father. Uh, that was later released by her political foes, and it kind of doomed her political career. So she ended up taking her her loyalists and her supporters to kind of rally and form what later became the the first resist or the resistance. You know, mm. the the military sure. faction who 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 didn't trust that everything was hunky dory. Um, however, she's still around. I don't know if she would be on the tribunal. It's just a little confusing when yeah. this is because John Favreau just did an interview earlier this week yeah. saying this actually might take place like four years after the pilot of yeah, the Mandalorian. Right, right. We don't really know exactly how much time has passed. Yeah. Uh, it, it, and that really would depend on like how whether Kylo Ren has been born mm. yet at this point. We don't know how far into the sequel era we are. Yeah. But um, yeah, I have to think maybe Admiral Akbar is on that. Admiral uh, Akbar would be a good one to recreate, you know, or, or to bring back, you know. It's unfortunate because there's a man out there with the gift of gab, with a political future, but the, the casting of it would be very confusing, and that's Lando Calrissian. <laughs> How do you bring Lando back? You can't bring Han or Lando back because you have to, they've both been played by younger actors in movies that took place prior to this event, yeah. way prior. So you can't bring back uh, Alden Aaron, right, that, yeah. and, or, or Donald Glover to play those characters. No. You'd have to do face map city, and I don't think anybody wants that. No. But wouldn't it be amazing if Lando Calrissian was prosecuting Moff Gideon? Come on. Come on. It would be amazing. Let's just animate that episode. Well, Christopher Lloyd is rumored to play a character in this, oh, in this yeah. season. I wonder if he could be some uh, some judge on this panel. I'm in. I like it. I mean, Christopher Lloyd can just do so much more. He's yeah. such a goofball yeah. and, uh, and a uh, potentially over-the-top character Gideon. player. Yeah, that was a terrible impression. Yeah. Let's not do that, but... Marty! That's it, there it is. All right. You got there. All right. Um, okay, these pirates. Scory and Shard. Vane, you yeah. said you think you're coming back. You've got to come back. they got to come back. First of all, I don't know if... I mean, the, 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 the four pirates that, they, that dropped in Navarro, right? Mm-hmm. Those were all practical costumes, were they not? <laughs> I think so. They, were, they looked practical. Maybe they, if they were done, if they were digitally animated, they, they were animated to look practical. Which is kind of incredible. They did look great. I mean, and just the way they were playing it, super scummy and yeah. awful. And yeah. yeah, I hope these guys come back. Just I want all ways. these pirates to come back. I like these space pirates, even the dead ones. I want the ghosts to come back. Yeah. I like them. And let's get a Hondo Anaka cameo in here, right? He shouldn't just be on Smuggler's Run. I want to see him show. That's right. And then fans have been dying. Yeah. Dying for you Honda. already have the live action Honda Anaka animatronic yeah. over on Smuggler's Run. Just like get that same suit, put it on an actor, yeah. and Cad Bane this shit. Let's get yes. other pirates in here. Cad Bane this shit, indeed. Okay, we're gonna leave it there for this episode. Right. Uh, there's so much more we could say, but I got the deep dive uh, yeah. put, stuff we, that I'm we, doing. We need to put you back in your cell so uh -huh. you can finish our content for us. Yep. And I need to go find a, a group of pirates to join. <laughs> We're gonna we get the breakdown, the Easter egg breakdown coming out on the channel tomorrow. Just another reminder. Uh, unfortunately, maybe next week we might be able to get the breakdown out on Wednesday. That'd be exciting. Yes. Um, but uh, you know, we didn't get these until you know right up around when you got it. So we appreciate your patience. And again, subscribe to our new channel, The Deep Dive. Uh, yeah. We got some fun stuff coming your way. You gotta do it, baby. You gotta dive deep. Yeah. And we will be diving deep. Speaking of Christopher Lloyd, Tuesday, March 7th, will be our deep dive into Back to the Future, 
It's such. It's gonna be such a great video. You're gonna mm. love it. Um, and uh, you can support our growing network by grabbing some merch at nerdriot.shop. Like, yes. the, like the way collection that we are wearing. Mm -hmm. These shirts feel and, and they look great. You got some Oribesh you get to translate mm -hmm. and, and look like you know a true Star Wars nerd yeah. to your friends. Uh, this has been some cool Oribesh hats too. On that's the right. Side. Yeah. Yes. Go check everything on that collection. It's all great. And uh, we'd love to if you ever see us out in the public wearing it. And you're wearing it. We'll give you a high five. That's right. Give you a high I five. might even give. Give you a hug if you consent. And if not, a throat chop. Thanks for watching Wookie Leaks, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for watching. This has been Tommy Bechtel. You can follow him at Tommy Bechtel. You can follow me at EA Voss. You can follow New Rockstars at New Rockstars. And uh, make sure to uh, subscribe to this channel. That's we'll, right. We'll see you next week. Should we give him a we have spoken for old time's sake? Sure. Sure. We, we have, have spoken. spoken.